Hi, welcome to the podcast AI and You, Translating Artificial Intelligence into Business by Sharad Gandhi and Christian Neel. All these podcasts you can find on our website. In addition, you can find our books, some workshop materials and presentations we do at www.ai-u.org. Welcome to today's podcast. Okay, good. So, welcome uh, to another podcast. Today we're going to talk about sensors. Wow. Um, so, okay. um, Shrad, what does sensors have to do with AI and why are they important? Well, uh, if you again compare with uh, human human intelligence, uh, I would pose a very simple question: Can a human become intelligent without our five senses? Mm-hmm. Are we capable of uh, developing intelligence which uh, is deprived of these five senses? Mm-hmm. And I think. We cannot. Yeah, I agree because I'm just <laughs> observing this with my granddaughter, uh, which is growing up. Right, she learns through touching things, seeing things. You know, that's how she learns what objects are and what hurts and how to move. Right, how to even move her hands. Right, all of that comes through the sense, the, the her senses. Right. Exactly. So senses are are our sources of information. Mm-hmm that's needed to make decisions. Mm-hmm. But on machines, so how does that work on machines and on artificial intelligence? Well, I think there are a lot of artificial intelligence systems which can be designed using uh, information which is, uh, you know, coming from from a data source, you know, from a data bank, from a big data source or something. So that's possible. But in most of the systems which have to work in real time, mm-hmm. you've got to have uh, sensors which deliver real-time data, which uh, which is needed for making decisions. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so I think you know if you're making a, for example, if you want to take make a decision or diagnose diagnosis of uh, some, uh, you know, some illness, you can have the data already stored somewhere, and you can have the decision made on that. Mm-hmm. But if you want to make a decision for uh, autonomous vehicles, mm-hmm. there the data has to come in mm-hmm. right from the from the sensors which are on the car, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know it lets you uh, let, lets the AI figure out what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's so many sensors out there now. Right, I'm, I'm observing this all the time. You know, different companies are building all kinds of sensors. So, you know, the smallest kind of cameras, you know, microphones, temperature. Um, you know, air consistency, um, proximity, um, heat. Um, there are so many sensors, and they're becoming so small. It's it's really fascinating. So I've you know I've seen recently from a company called Disruptive Technologies. They have these um, 50 cent size sensors that have a battery lasting 15 years. Wow. Yeah, and I think it's you just stick it onto something, and then you have a sensor. So I think that's just really fascinating how easy it is, and and they cost a euro. It costs a euro to have this kind of a sensor, right? And so I think, you know, I'm wondering what will that do with AI? Actually, it's in- interesting when you say that uh, there are so many types of sensors. Mm-hmm. I mean, before the sensors came at all, we just were aware of these five senses which humans mm-hmm. have. And, you know, the, uh, the camera sort of replaces the eye mm-hmm. and the right. microphone replaces the ear, etc., etc. Yep. However, today there are sensors for literally everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
so in fact together with the sense sensors ai is capable of a lot more intelligence than a human uh, being can because mm-hmm. it's able to sense far more things mm-hmm. like the location of a place etc mm-hmm. you know with the gps yeah. and all that it's it's capable it's it's just its capacity to make decisions is significantly enhanced yeah and there's a interesting a very simple example you know you used to have all these cameras monitoring like for security around a building to see if there were some people who shouldn't be there right there was any movement at night right and there would be a person sitting in front of those cameras all night long every night yeah you know, 365 days and imagine if they were tired they wouldn't see it it would have to be recorded and who would look at all that material and now with ai that has become really simple right so basically you know you can easily train the ai to understand the movement right so right. that's very easy to train when training data and so the ai just observes right the the video stream and as soon as there's a movement it can detect and can notify somebody right and it replaces yeah. that person and it's a very very simple algorithm right which can do all that and it's much more consistent and reliable than a person exactly could. exactly that's what i'm saying it's i think uh, so basically you're matching the uh, unique skills mm-hmm. of you know of having so many sensors and the ai which is so reliable and consistent accurate yep. and uh, consistent and i think that's what gives such systems uh, uh, an upper hand mm-hmm. uh, compared to putting a human being because a human being can fall asleep can yep. get tired can be distracted and there are all these things which uh, reduces the consistency mm-hmm. of uh, yep. his decision making yeah i'm currently working on a, a project for senior care mm-hmm. and i think here also sensors can play a huge role right because you know the senior is at home alone right and you know um maybe he is sick or um you know she has some dementia right so it's you know mm-hmm. it's it's very um it's a very difficult situation and i think sensors can really help because um you can see for example did the person get out of bed or not is the person moving right did the person open the medicine um area is the person leaving the house and not coming back right so it's very easy to detect all those things now and it's become very inexpensive and basically ai can you know really detect those abnormalities right or can predict what will happen next if it learns over time that you know a certain patterns like the person gets up later every day right that might be an issue right so i think you know those things it's a great combination and it's very useful to have sensors in combination with ai absolutely i think sensors are going to play a huge role mm-hmm. so uh but i think you know it's interesting to see the growth of sensors is together with ai so mm-hmm. ai is increasing the number of sensors coming on the market and the other way around mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and i think just because they're becoming so widely available and so cheap it, yeah. it makes it you know exactly exactly total sense and really you know plays a big uh, has a big impact on ai so and i think one of the things when people develop ai solutions is really they should spend some time on how to generate the data and how do you deploy the sensors right and i think that brings up interesting challenges because the way the solutions work today is that you know the data that comes from the sensor has to be moved to the cloud right because in the cloud ah. basically the neural network sits right and yeah. the neural network basically does all the calculations right and the you know recognizing the patterns and you know understanding that and you know building the model right but that's very difficult sometimes right and the example that i just mentioned with senior care you know the video camera 
know, do you want a live video camera picture to be transferred to the cloud all the time? Right. So there are privacy right. issues. Privacy so issues. How do how do I overcome those? Yeah, I think it's just that it's it's a sheer volume of data. So there are two problems. I think mm -hmm. one is the sheer volume of uh, of data which has to be sent to the uh, whatever the cloud-based AI, and the privacy issue. So just like you know the way Facebook, uh, sorry, way that Apple has uh, solved that problem of having the AI of face recognition really on the on the new iPhone. Mm -hmm. So you basically need to have uh, local processing mm -hmm. of uh, AI at the at the edge, as they call it. Right, right? now, so edge computing is a big uh, buzzword, right. so that's exactly what that means, right, is to be able to process that data stream locally, right. right, and to be able to run the neural network locally, right? So it's not just the model which is there, but it can continue to learn, it can, you know, continue to build um, and improve over time, and that only works if it basically happens on that spot. And that makes total sense, because look at self-driving cars, right? If the intelligence is in the cloud, right? Yeah, you, know, right. you want it to learn right there from the behavior and right on that you know, spot. Yeah. I think it will produce much better self-driving cars um, than you know, are available today, where basically the model has to be created in the cloud on a big computer. Right. I think it's going to be just like uh, what, I, what we used to call the client-server computing. Mm -hmm. So some processing happens at the client end, that means at the edge, and some computing happens at the server end. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, uh, the, we, we had seen computing move uh, from a central uh, central place, like it used to be on the IBM mainframes, to, to the personal computers, and then personal computers uh, eventually got networked and there were servers, and, and we see that a lot of computing has moved to the cloud. Mm -hmm. And now we are probably gonna see some of that uh, you know, in the form of AI happening at, at the edge, you know, at the yeah. what I call the client end. Yeah, and I think there'll be an explosion of sensors, like just what we've seen on the phone, right, which now has a lot of sensors in terms of the movement and in terms of, you know, the, the different quality of microphones, in terms of, you know, there's just so many sensors in the phone. I think there's 22 sensors 22 in sensors, the right. iPhone. Yeah. Um, but now you see sensors moving into coffee machines, into... You know, all yeah. different kinds of products, right? So I think there'll be a, a, an amazing revolution of sensors um, coming up, you know, in meeting rooms, in hospital rooms, and, you know, and all the kind of objects will be full of sensors, right? So again, you know, probably privacy is going to suffer from that, right? But I think there'll be a lot of use cases um, and a lot of explosion of AI solutions because of the sensors. No, I agree. I mean, this is... This is uh, uh, so. Again, there's a very interesting area between you know how information or data and privacy mm -hmm. issues sort of you know, not collide, but you know they have. If you they, if they you want to have perfect, yeah. so maybe I think yeah. the uh, the uh, ability to do AI mm -hmm. uh, right where the sensors are and not sending mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the call it the critical information mm -hmm. or lots of information to a central place is going to be the right solution. So uh, I think we'll see a lot of computing, a lot of AI uh, yep. moving to the, call it the edge. Yep. To the edge or to the sensors, right? And it's a very symbiotic thing because sensors without AI also don't make any sense because who's going to look at all the data, right? right. Who's going to look at 
you know, the temperature change all day long, right? And try to understand that. Right? Yeah. No human is ever going to do that. So I think that's where AI is really needed to make sense of all the sensors. So. Right, right. Essentially, it's, it's only where you need to ha make decisions mm -hmm. which, uh, which sort of uh, put together the, call it the intelligence gathered from all the different uh, sensors. That's when I think you need some central place yeah. of doing AI. So I think if you're looking at you know developing an AI solution, I think sensors is a key area where you should be knowledgeable and you should look into like what are the most the best sensors, the most inexpensive sensors, the sensors which can get you the best most quality data stream, um, because this is basically where your value is going to be created, right? Right. So there's there's a very interesting issue which comes up with the ownership of data. Mm -hmm. So the ownership of data. Yep. is with the companies providing the sensors mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or yep. is it with the companies doing the AI based on that mm -hmm. or you know at, at the at the edge or is it yep. <laughs> somewhere else yep. so I think is it the person creating the data exactly or the situation exactly you know? wow and that is what a huge issue no I mean that's it's a huge that's, issue that's right. you know that's and I think I wonder how that happens. You know, if you look at the like at a brake of an automobile, like that's exactly that example. Is it the sensor? Is it the brake? Is it the car? Is it the user? Is it the road? You know, who owns that data, right? And yeah. and, and so that that'll be a really interesting um, area. So, what sensors do you think are are like uh, uh, you know are going to become so mainstream hmm. and you know, I mean, temperature. I mean, some of the some, yeah. some of the obvious ones are clearly uh, temperature sensors. Yeah. I, I think mainly, I think that the big area of improvement at the moment, and the, the big area is really making sense of the world around you, right? Because right. that's new to computing. So right. I think anything that helps there. So I think it's the cameras, right, which bring the picture or the video stream. It's the microphones, right? right? You know, it's the temperature, it's the proximity things. So I think these are the sensors which are really going to go um, mm -hmm. extremely mainstream. And um, because they help you make sense of the real world. And right. then there are some special sensors, you know, in medicine, right, or in, in certain areas which have a specific use case, right, which I think are not going to be as high volume, but of course they'll have a very high quality. So they'll have a very high value because they really allow you to see things which wouldn't be possible otherwise. Right, like the LIDARs and right. others, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so much um, first overview on sensors. I think we'll, we'll talk more about the topic in the future, but um, I think it's just a nice um, um, area to be aware of right. if you're looking at AI. Is that, yeah. you know, it goes hand in hand with the big sensor revolution. Right, essentially as, as we say that AI uh, only works with uh, good data, lots mm -hmm. of good data, and uh, and very often it's the sensors who provide these, uh, yeah. you know, this data. Mm -hmm. Okay, so look around you to see what sensors you have available at you at the moment. I'm sure you'll discover tons of them right now. Okay, thanks. <laughs>